0: Now, I love training my dog, absolutely love training my dog, but what I love more than that is playing with my dog because I feel like it has so much value to it. So on today's episode, that is what we're going to talk about, the power of play and why you should be playing with your dog more than you are already. Let's dive into it next. Ooh, I am excited to talk about this one. This is a fun one for me, and that is because I love playing with my dog. I find that there's so much valuable, valuable stuff that can come from it, and we're gonna talk about all of that in this week's episode. But before we do, I just want to introduce myself. If you're any, if anyone out there is new listening, my name is Jake. Me and my wife, Jenny, on Academy.com. It's an online dog training website. So if you're interested, if you want to check it out, I will put a link in the description below. You can certainly go in there, click on that link, see what we have to offer, see what we have going, and if any of it looks interesting to you, check it out. Jump into it. I'm telling you, the courses are going to be fun if you've enjoyed listening to my episodes that I have been putting out a lot of the the format is similar but there's so much more information in those courses so check it out on dog on dogtrainingacademy.com Sorry about that uh, check it out and if you want hit that subscribe button on the top right hand side on the website and you will be in our email. Uh, list where you will get updates on everything cool happening there. also make sure you head over to our learn laugh bark Facebook page uh, this is also in the link below I'll put that in the in there in the in the uh, episode description so you can click there and go right to it there you are going to be able to tell me what you want me to talk about I am trying to do more listener requested episodes because they are starting to come in more and more. But I have a huge list I can do on my own. But I do love talking about what you guys want me to talk about. That's why I'm here, to help you, educate you, entertain you, whatever it is. So if there's something specific you want me to talk about in the dog world, make sure it's in the dog world. Don't say, how do you bake a cake? I probably can't answer that for you. But something in the dog world, let's talk about it. So Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast on Facebook. Link is in the description. So we are going to now dive into this week's episode, The Power of Play. I mentioned this already probably twice, three times, whatever, and I'll probably say it more throughout this whole episode. I love playing with my dog. I feel like there is so much that a good, positive play session can do for you and your dog and for everything just everything that it's something you should be doing and if you're not doing it a lot get out there and start doing it more so let's first talk about why why is playing with your dog so important well we'll hit the obvious one first exercise exercise through play is phenomenal so I know people are like well I walk my dog I take my dog for a walk a mile walk every day two mile walk every day whatever That's good exercise, but it's not play exercise. Play exercise is using totally different muscles than just walking. And you're burning so much more energy doing this because you're utilizing many muscles and not just the same muscles through walking. And plus, let's be honest, dogs have such awesome stamina that they probably will outlast us and won't be as tired. But through play, when they're running and juking and jumping around and stopping and cutting and doing all this stuff, they're, they're using muscles that aren't maybe used as often and it exhausts them even better. And it gets them even more fit. It'd be like if the only exercise I ever did were like curls or leg press or something, I might have like these awesome legs or something and the rest of me just looks lacking. I mean, that's kind of what I am right now. But... Whatever. Um, but that's the case. It's like if, if you're only using certain muscles, those are the muscles you'll develop. Using all the muscles develops all the muscles. So exercise, super important. Also, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, a tired dog is a good dog. So that exercise will tire them out and it will definitely make them and you happy. So reason number one to go, ex- to go and uh, play with your dog. The other one, and I actually think this one is, is very important, is training. You can utilize something your dog perceives as fun, which would be playing. Let's just take fetch, for example. You're playing fetch with your dog. Well, instead of just getting the ball from your dog and then chucking it for them, making them do something, make them sit down, heal, whatever you it is you want them to do come to you because some dogs drop the ball and immediately run away. If you want them to do a stay or a wait or whatever, you're utilizing something they perceive as fun, as training. Well, when you combined training and fun together, especially through play, suddenly training becomes higher value, becomes more fun. So if your reward is, hey, sit for me and I will play ball, I will fetch with you, suddenly obedience becomes even more fun for your dog. So that training part of it, I think is really important. Plus, I personally like to use toys and tugs and different things for my dog, in replace of treats when I am doing training sessions. Not necessarily the whole session, but like if I'm working with treats early on in my training and I want to continue the training session, but I'm starting to see my dog's drive fall off a little bit, instead of pushing through that, I might go, you know what, let's switch it up. And instead of switching treats and getting a different treat, which might work, I flip over to a tug. Or a ball or something. And suddenly I watch my dog's eyes get huge. And my dog's like, oh my God, let's do this again. And it re energizes, reinvigorates your dog, and makes your dog want to play and carry on longer through the training session. So it's a good way to be able to stretch your training sessions out a little bit longer by mixing in that play. You could even like mix it in, be like, hey, we're going to do like, three exercises with treats and then I'm going to do two exercises with with ball and you're mixing in your treats and your play to keep the dog guessing and keep the dog excited and energized. It's just great. So make sure. And again, this is something I think a lot of people maybe know to do, but maybe aren't doing enough. I sometimes think that people just go out, grab the ball and start throwing it for their dog or, or play tug with their dog or do whatever. And they don't, make their dog do anything and they're missing out on opportunities to train your dog and really you know any opportunity to train your dog is a good one so incorporate training into your play sessions which might mean playing with your dog a little bit more or just utilizing the sessions that you're already doing with play and incorporating training into it the last one and i think this one is so important this is so so important. This is the bond that comes through play. I mean, think about think about like your friends and things. What bonds you to your friends? When you think about your friends or I mean, family's family, we you know, whatever. We're bonded to our family, but like think about friends. Now, you could say, well, some of my biggest reasons I'm so bonded to some of my friends or I have such a good relationship with my friends is because of negative situations they help me get through. But when you really start to think about your friend or someone that you're, you're in a big uh, 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 relationship with, you start to think of the fun things. All oh, that time you went and did whatever. Well, that's kind of the same when it comes to your dog. Your dog is going to bond with you more if you play more, if you do the things that your dog thinks is fun with them. Yeah, a dog can go in the yard and entertain themselves for a little bit. But when you involve yourself, suddenly that fun game is a fun game with you. And it puts that value and that relationship to you even higher. So I just think playing with your dog and and just making it an awesome time, it increases relationship and bonding so much, it's 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 amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and dogs will be so much more willing to do things for you if they like you. So you might as well make yourself even more likable than um, you already are, because I mean you seem like an a, a likable person. <laughs> so so definitely you know do that, playing with them and and increase that bond. An example I'll give you: so our dog uh, Luda. Uh, his real name is Ludacris. Yes, the rapper. Um, Luda, has, we've done playing his whole life. And we've done playing with training. Everything I've talked about, we've been doing with, with Luda. But I also do a sport with him that involves putting on a bite suit. And and he runs down and bites these guys that are called decoys. and And he thinks it's the coolest game. He is not an aggressive dog. He thinks it's such a fun tug toy that honestly I think that is probably the highest value toy he can play with, which is is a person in a bite suit. And he thinks it's the greatest. His best friends are the helpers that put the suits on because they're willing to put the suits on. So when he was younger, you know, I do this. So I, I put suits on for other people's dogs. But when he was younger and I was doing some training, and I still do it now, but this is when I really noticed it, I was doing some training with him and I'm like, "Hey buddy, I'm going to put the suit on and I'm going to work you in some exercises because at the time he he needed to work on them." So I put the suit on and he looked at me and he goes, "Wait, you wear this thing?" Like he just had that look on his face. He's like, "You you wear this toy?" And I worked him. I got done working with him and he was tired, you know, and I take the suit off, put it on the ground and and we're kind of cleaning up from our training and everything and I get in the house with him and I sit down on the couch and he jumps on the couch next to me and like, for the rest of the day was like obsessed with me, not in a bad way, but just in like a, oh my God, I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me way. So then of course we had my wife do it. We've had friends do it. And it is like, if you're willing to play with him with his ultimate toy, which is that suit, he's your best friend and he loves you. And and you can just see like I think our relationship since we since the first time I did that with him, I think our relationship has like been through the roof. This dog will work with me through anything and is willing to do anything. And so it's just amazing through that playing what that did for our relationship. Because it was something that was his favorite thing in the world to do, I incorporated myself into it and suddenly now I am one of his favorite things in the world to play with and interact with. So, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind with it. Now, the, the last handful of things we'll talk about here is kind of like how. How are we going to play with our dog? Well, the big rule when it comes to playing with your dog is keep it appropriate. What I mean by keeping it appropriate, don't train your dog bad behaviors. Don't be like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna run around, you're gonna chase me and bite on my sweater. Ha ha, that's fun. It's fun till you either get bit or it, your dog does it to somebody else. You don't wanna you don't wanna train you don't wanna play with your dog in a way that other people can't or it might affect other people. Um, rolling around and wrestling with your dog, I'm okay with it, but put a toy in their mouth first. Because if you're just rolling around on the ground and the dog's biting at them, The likelihood they're going to do it to somebody else is pretty high, and you just don't want that liability of the dog biting somebody on accident, whatever. But we also just don't want bad behaviors like jumping. So this is where the training comes in. I don't let my dogs jump on me when I'm playing with them. We keep it appropriate to what the rules are. Play doesn't mean there's no rules. Play means we're going to have a really good time within the rules that we have in place. So keep that in mind. We don't want to train bad behaviors in play. So whatever your rules are in, in real life, quote unquote real life, you should carry over into play life. Don't bite me, don't jump on me. Probably don't bark, um, that's up to you. That one I can leave into, into your hands and what you decide you want to do with that. I just don't want my dog to learn habits that could possibly be a problem. The other one then is end the end your play session with your dog. Before your dog is trashed out tired, you want your dog to want more. Think about this in the sense of us. I love throwing like human examples into this. So you're craving, and this is probably me I'm giving this example of, you're craving cake and, and you finally get that cake. Now, could I eat half a cake? Well, I'd like to think I probably could. That's not I don't know if that's a brag. That's probably not a brag. But I could eat a whole half a cake. But instead I'm gonna cut just a small little piece. Why? Because I don't want to get sick of it. I don't want to I want to eat that small piece and be like, that was so good. Oh my god, I could eat a whole cake. As opposed to eating half the cake and going, Oh my god, I overate. Oh I did too much. Oh that just cake sounds gross. Well you want the same thing with play. You want play, you want to end it with your dog going, we could do more, we could do more, instead of your dog going like, I'm tired of playing with you, it's lost its luster. Leave your dog wanting more. I do this in training too. Leave your dog wanting more so that next time you come out, it's still super exciting to come out and play and do more. So don't burn your dog out every time you're playing with him. It happens. Sometimes you just get like, in a trance, and you're just chucking the ball, and you're doing different things, and whatever, and before you realize that you've thrown the ball, you know, 700 times, and your dog is absolutely exhausted, and you know what, and some people might go, you know what, my dog will play till they die, and trust me, I get it, there are a lot of dogs out there that would do that, so be careful, too, watch your dog, like, if you think your dog is starting to get, get to the point of, like, heat exhaustion be, be done. You have to be done. We don't want to play so long, even if we're having a good time where it starts to affect the dog in a, in a health way or dangerous way. So throwing that in there too, but end your training before your dog is done with it. I love, love, love to do that. I'm like, okay, I'm done. See you later. And your dog's just like, well, let's do more. And I'm like, yeah, we'll do more later. We'll do more later. That cake thing. I could probably eat a whole cake and like every single piece of the cake I eat, if I do it over a longer period of time, as opposed to just trying to take the whole beast down in one one sitting. Yes, and I know I went from half a cake to a whole cake. What can I say? I love cake. The next one then, in this is when the last one I'll end with you guys. Both parties, you and your dog, should somewhat enjoy what's going on. Your dog should totally enjoy what is going on. Your dog should enjoy the fact that they're playing with you. You should also be enjoying, to some degree, the game that is being played. Now, there are some people I've talked to where they're like, I just don't like doing this, but my dog really likes to do it. And because of their situation and because I think their dog and them really need to work on the relationship, I look at them and I go, deal with it. Deal with it. If your dog enjoys it and it's a safe, appropriate thing, even if you're not a fan... Do it anyways. Like, let's take fetch. I keep going back to fetch, but it's a popular thing. Say you absolutely suck at throwing a ball. Like, it is, a, you, you throw it, and it literally goes 10 feet. I can promise you, your dogs aren't judging you on your throwing ability. They just care that you have that thing, and you're going to throw it for them. And they'll go get it if it's 10 feet or 100 feet. They'll go get it, grab it, bring it back to you, and want to do it again. That's a point of play. It's fun for them. So don't be like, well I'm just not good at it, who cares? Tug of war, well the dog hurts my hand. Well, there's things you can do. You can teach your dog to give, you should. Um, you can let the dog win, you can, you should. You know, and and so there's ways you can go around that, but like if it's fun for both of you, do it. Things that aren't fun, like if your dog enjoys jumping on you because that's a fun game for them, that's not a game to be playing because it's probably not fun for you and it's not appropriate. Going back to the first thing we talked about on the how. So, so keep that in mind like Yes, it should be fun for both of you. If it's not fun for you, if it hurts you, if it's something that makes you nervous or scared, stop doing it. But if it's something that you just are not completely comfortable doing, but your dog loves doing it, eh, there should be a little bit of a suck it up buttercup kind of thing in there. And yes, I just—I think I just called you buttercup. Hmm. I'm okay. Well, hopefully, guys, that is going to be it. So hopefully... Just kind of inspired you to get out and play more with your dog, even though I think I just ended this episode with in, by insulting you. Well, that's okay. But get out there, play with your dogs, engage with your dogs, and build that relationship. Tire them out, train them, but build that relationship. Make your dog think you are the most awesomest thing that has ever walked the face of this earth. And do that through playing with them because it's worth it. It is so worth it. It is awesome when dogs think you're super cool. Someone needs to, at least in my eyes. I feel like, well, at least my dog thinks I'm cool. You guys probably don't, but my dog does. And really in the end, that's kind of all that matters. So thank you guys for listening this week. Like always, you can jump over to our ondogtrainingacademy.com website. Check it out. See if there's anything there that excites you or makes you think, hmm, I might be interested. And, you know, see if there's anything that you want to do. But guys, thank you for listening this week. And like always, we'll see you in the next episode.